Welcome to the Sweet Spot, sponsored by Pinch a Penny Pool Patio and Spa. I'm your host, Corey Bradley. It finally happened. The one thing several Auburn fans have been waiting for over the past year and a half. That is to bench Bo Nix and roll with somebody else, anybody else, giving them a look, giving them an opportunity to prove that they can lead the Tigers to a victory. And Brian Harson, the guy, the first-year head coach, made that bold decision as Georgia State took a 24-12 lead over the Tigers on the road. Brian Harson did exactly what many fans would have done a long time ago. And it was time. It was time. You got to try something different. You know, Coach Harson spoke on what his decision was, what led to making that decision, removing Bo Nix out the game, putting in T.J. Finley, the first-year Auburn Tiger who transferred from LSU. He made that decision, something that Gus Malzahn wouldn't have done because he was so loyal to Bo Nix. But this is Coach Harson. Listen to him as he explains his reasoning for taking Bo Nix out of the game. Brian, just making the switch at quarterback from Bo to TJ, can you just kind of talk us through your your mindset there and what was it about the offense in the third quarter where you kind of decided, okay, it's time to make a switch? Well, you saw the same thing I did. We, we weren't really doing anything. Uh, we had played every running back. We played every wide receiver. You're not going to switch your offensive line out. And, and I made the decision to, to change – and try to create some type of momentum at the offensive, uh, you know, at the quarterback position for the offense. So that was my decision. That 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 was that was my decision. That was something that uh, you know I tell our quarterbacks all the time: like control what you can control. I've coached that position for a long time. I played that position, and you know you can only control what you're doing on the field. And you know guys around you have to make plays. You know that's that's the one thing about the quarterback position: you get way too much credit and way too much blame. And I made the decision to, to make a change and, and see if we could just create some momentum. And we did. And it worked in our favor. You heard Coach Harson speak on that soundbite provided from Auburn Tigers on AL.com. He reiterated the fact that there had to be a change. There needed to be something to spark a momentum for the Tigers because there was none whatsoever going in their favor throughout that game. So, he alluded to, we played every running back, we played every receiver. You're not going to change at the offensive line. So we had to do something different at QB. And it wasn't like this is a starter who has, you know, cemented him, himself in a legacy of success and comeback wins and just excellent play. This is a guy who's been questioned from day one on the Plains as an Auburn Tiger, Bo Nix, it doesn't matter if his dad, Patrick, played QB at Auburn. Like, who cares about that? This is a first-year head coach who knows he has to win every game possible. Every loss that adds up these days, they'll cut you in two years. I mean, we've seen, you know, guys like Chad Morris in Arkansas done in, in two years. You know, Willie Taggart in two years at Florida State. Look at Florida State now with Mike Norvell losing to Jacksonville State. Like, these guys don't get year three and year four anymore. They're they're pulling the plug in year two. So you don't have time anymore to get to year three and year four before seeing some kind of progression and change from the previous regime. 
you better have some positivity going in year one. So that's what I loved about Coach Harson, and I knew when he came in that he wasn't going to play favorites. He wasn't going to play uh, politics, none of this stuff. He's going to put their best guy out there, and that's what I love about his demeanor, his personality, and what he stands for. Like, this is no disrespect to Bo Nix. This is all about at this level, even in a high school level. If you're not getting it done, you're not getting it done. I will find somebody else that will. So it's not about your name. It's not about who your parents are. It's not about the money that's brought into the school. It's all about production. And that's what Coach Harson is set out to do. Now, I talked to a few Auburn fans to hear their thoughts, their reaction of Bo Nix being taken out of the game. Asked them also who they would start for the upcoming matchup against the LSU Tigers, 8 o'clock on ESPN on Saturday night. First, you're about to hear from Darius Holden. Darius always provides great content and enthusiasm anytime he is a guest here on The Sweet Spot. Here's what he had to say on Bo getting nixed. Darius Holden, man, back to The Sweet Spot. Man, I know uh, you've been on the show several times before. Man, let me know your initial reaction when Brian Harson finally made the move to take out Bo Nix and put in TJ Finley, man. What was your initial reaction? Wow. Corey Bradley. Man, I I couldn't believe it, honestly. I, I couldn't believe it. But at that at that point, man, I was so disconnected emotionally because I couldn't believe what was going on. And I, I was in a numb state. But um <laughs> when he made the decision to allow TJ Finley to go into the game, man, that Auburn, that, that, that burnt orange and that Navy blue, um, started coming strong again, man. Mm -hmm. And I, and I, I was all, all ears and all eyes at that point, man, honestly. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. (laughs) You know, this is something that fans have been, you know, (laughs) yelling for, for the last few seasons. I mean, when, is somebody else going to get that opportunity to be the guy? I mean, you know, Gus Malzahn wasn't going to do that. He was loyal to Bo regardless of how Bo played. I mean, Bo could have threw, you know, 10 interceptions. You know, Bo Picks, as some people called him. I know you've alluded to him as Bo Picks <laughs> in the past. Man, but in a first-year head coach, Brian Harson, this is a guy that he knew he could not take any opportunity or any any gambles of losing, especially to Georgia State by riding somebody that's been the starter. Like, you got to play – you got to do something different. Like, I read a quote where, you know, Coach Harson said, hey, we, we we played every running back, we played every receiver. He said, <laughs> you're not going to switch out the offensive line. He was like, so the next move was to change quarterbacks, do something different at quarterback, and try to create some momentum. That momentum started with T.J. Finley being inserted into the game. What were yes, your sir, thoughts yes, on the sir. play of Mr. Finley when he got an opportunity to, to prove what he has? Um, look, honestly, it's, it's easy to critique the mistakes. Hey, he overthrew this person and he did this and he did that. But man, what he did, he made the plays when they were needed the most. And I mean, yeah, it's Georgia state, but I would, like I told someone today at work, I would rather leave excited about pulling out a win against Georgia State than angry about 
<laughs> losing the game yeah. to Georgia State. And so, you know, I remember seeing the fans. It seemed like this is one of the things, and I hear a lot of people say, you know, everybody's going doing the bow or the TJ thing and fans starting to become or even more divided over it. But let's it's one thing when the fans was reacting um, in the way they did when the move was made. But it's another thing, man, when the team, the, the defense on the sideline, when the players, um, <laughs> they were up for it. Yeah. And, and it showed that there was a, a need of change. Nobody wanted to lose that game. Mm -hmm. The fans didn't want to lose that game. Um, and the fact that, you know, the players rallied around TJ the way they did. And, and, and as Coach Harson said, you know, he then when he needed a change of pace we needed something um a spark and he he made the the coach the right move man he, he i like this coach man I, I, I like him he made the right move man and i'm just talking off raw emotion and raw feeling just reliving that game uh saturday and i look back at it man whether tj starts saturday or not i don't know but that game could turn out to be a blessing in disguise sometimes it's not until our backs up against the wall till we start doing something different and what better i don't think another game you know that probably would have happened like this but at your homecoming game um in front of a home crowd um uh, with a chance of losing to a team you're what, a 27 point favorite mm. i mean it's almost like you had to make that decision had to. Had to. Now, you said that you really like this head coach, first-year head coach, Brian Harson. When you look at Brian Harson and you look at former coach Gus Malzahn, what is it that stands out to you that you love about Harson that Gus didn't have? Ooh. Man, it seems like Harson is a man, whether he shares this with uh, the media or the, the public in general, whether he shares this or not, on the outside looking in, he looks like a man that knows what he wants to do, how he wants to do it. And yet he understands that things don't happen overnight. But each and every day he gets up, he's getting closer and closer and closer to the desired outcome of which he's seeking. And, um, and, and I think that's, um, what he expects from his coaching staff and his players. And, and I, to me, where at times it seemed like Gus was making it up as he go. And just with football, with the football game, Harson seemed like he has the mindset. I call, I told my brother, he's almost like a terminator as a coach. Hmm. It's not just about the football game. The way he carry his body language, everything is about elevating the entire program, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, from from practice to games to evaluate uh, evaluating uh, the players that they're trying to recruit is not just about how many stars. It's what do we need? Like bringing in uh, Tony Fair and and uh, Robinson, some of these players. He brought in players that we needed. <laughs> 
additional help from mm -hmm. to even be able to compete this year. Yeah. Now, we don't know what the outcome of this season will be, but I just, man, I, I think that's one of the major differences that, that stand out to me. Uh, but time will uh, have to prove that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Now, man, going back to Bo Nixon and, and T.J. Finley, who are you starting Saturday in Baton Rouge as Auburn takes on LSU? Do you continue this decision to stick with T.J., or are you dipping back and uh, going with Bo Nix? What, what are your thoughts there? All right. If it was up to me, I would have to go with T.J., um, and I'll tell you why. I don't know if Bo's injured or not. I don't know. But I don't think – and I felt sorry for the kid because these are young uh, student athletes. And so we, as fans, sometimes we can go go a little bit extra. But at the same time, as a five-star recruit and as a college football player, you know what comes with the territory. And I felt sorry for the booze. I don't think Bo – responded to the booze well and I think that played a role in him and I'm afraid if you send him trotting out on the field yeah uh at the before the game before the first play even start I think there will be booze in the stadium yeah from the uh orange and blue fans you you, you understand I do and 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 you know the media loves stories and what better story would it be for TJ Finley to get the opportunity to start in Baton Rouge, in the same place where he lost his starting position mm, from mm. as a freshman, yeah. playing on, playing now he's starting <laughs> as the starting <laughs> with the chance to start as the quarterback on the team that cost him his mm -hmm. starting position. Our yeah. defense lit him up that night, yeah. and and if it wasn't for our, for our defense uh, <laughs> lighting the fire into him. He'd probably still be at LSU right now as a starting quarterback because he Man, had some good point. games before that night. So I, I have to say, TJ, and and then hey, being fair, if if you know TJ not getting the job done, Mister Finley not getting the job done, you know this is uh, redemption bow. You know it'd be his time to you know get his opportunity um, to prove what those five stars during the recruitment actually mean, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I just think that's if, if it wasn't from the fact, how many times have Auburn university um, had a homegrown five-star quarterback? Yeah. And, and you know, and I, I just feel like that's some of the, you know, expectation. Um, I, the reason for some of the expectation that a fan base have, and and I think that's what's so disappointing. Um, so I'm talking in circles, but yes, T.J. Finley would have to be my guy. So Finley's your guy Saturday night against the LSU Tigers. If you had a chance, or in Coach Harson's kind of words, what would you say to him? Because you know he's he's going to have so much emotions running through his body as he gets ready to redeem himself against his former school. Like, what would you tell him? Uh, let me see. Let me put on my horse and shades <laughs> and my horse and demeanor. And I would uh, look TJ Finley directly in his eyes. And I say, kid, nobody knows these bright lights. Nobody knows how to play quarterback in front of 
this particular fan base on our team more than you. Go out here, have fun. We trust you. Your team got your back. You know what I mean? War Eagle. Simple <laughs> as that. Because I feel like if you, you, you talk too much, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? You don't want to put unnecessary uh, weight and pressure on the young man. And he know what time it is. This is a big game for Auburn. Um, you know, we, we're still currently ranked uh, in the top 25. You know, everybody's talking about this is a down year for LSU. But I tell you what, LSU coming hungry. This is their opportunity to beat a ranked team yeah. and, and possibly go 4-1. and one. Um, And so, you know, um, I don't think you have to tell T.J. Finley much about how big this game is. If the mentality is 1-0, and oh, uh, we definitely want to leave Baton Rouge 1-0 and oh Saturday night. And, and I know Coach Harson is going to do a great job of – making sure that's the mindset of all the players throughout the entire week. Number 22, Auburn, at LSU, 8 o'clock on ESPN. Darius, give me your final prediction, man. Wow. Man, I, I, I'll never <laughs> yeah. leave, neglect my heart. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to stick with um, going Auburn, man, and um, – a score don't even matter, but if I have to give a score, I'm I'm liking. Mm, twenty eight, ten. Okay, okay. I think I think our defense uh is on a redemption tour. They that the name been thrown in the mud a little bit mm-hmm. last couple of weeks, and so this is our opportunity to start out SEC play, and let them know. Um, that Auburn Tigers are, are for real. And I think our defense is going to make that statement from the gate. Man, Darius, as always, man, appreciate you swinging through the sweet spot. I'm hoping Auburn Tigers, like I said, the score don't even matter. Like Gene Chizik used <laughs> to always say, we just need one more, one more point than the other team. That's, it. That's all That's that matters. It. I don't care. Now I don't want a three to two game. I'll be honest. I, I was at I was at <laughs> no. the Mississippi State game back yeah, in, in two thousand eight. Man, that was a joke. But uh, but hey, <laughs> as long as the Auburn Tigers come out on top, man. Uh, this is this is the thing about Auburn football. When we have these Saturday night games, you either go to bed super excited or you go to bed, you know, super <laughs> upset, man. So, um, so true, so true. We we had the raw end of the deal a couple weeks ago against Penn State. So hopefully this go around, man. We can go to bed with a smile on our face and and uh, we saying War Eagle instead of War Eagle, anyways. War you know? Eagle, indeed, indeed, <laughs> War Eagle. Yes, All sir. Right. All right, D. Appreciate you as always, man. War Eagle. Let's go get them Saturday. War Eagle. Thanks again, Corey, in the sweet spot. Thank you. Pinch a Penny Pool, Patio, and Spa is the introduction sponsor for the sweet spot with Corey Bradley. More than just a full-service pool and supply company, they offer backyard entertainment options like big green eggs, clear light infrared saunas, and patio furniture. Locally owned and operated by Jason and Amy Sharp. Pinch a Penny Pool, Patio, and Spa, 1435 Westgate Parkway in Dothan, or phone 334-671-POOL. Care Animal Center is a local business partner of The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Their goal has always been to assemble a team that is dedicated to providing quality veterinary services for their clients' pets. Care Animal Center offers surgical, dental, medical, and pet wellness programs for that furry member of the family. Their website is careanimal.net. Care Animal Center, 
3454 West Main Street in Dothan. 334-794-6333. Many of us spend more time thinking about what's for dinner than thinking about retirement. But if you think your retirement deserves more attention, I can help. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Greg Wakefield. Stop by our office at 5630 West Main Street in Dothan. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Attorney Kaz Espy is a proud supporter of The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Kaz has experience in both federal and state courts regarding a wide range of civil matters. Specializing in bankruptcy, debt resolution, probate, and estate planning, Kaz listens to the concerns of his clients, understanding their individual needs. Attorney Kaz Espy, phone 334-793-6288 or online at espymetcalf.com. No representation is made that the quality of legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Ridgecrest Baptist Church proudly supports all local athletics. At Ridgecrest, we have many opportunities for all ages, including children, middle school, high school, and college students. I'm Chase Fault, the student pastor, and I want to invite you to see how your family might fit in at Ridgecrest. Learn more on our website at rbcdothan.org. Welcome back to the Sweet Spot, sponsored by Pinchapenny Pool Patio and Spa. As we're taking reactions from Auburn fans as they share their thoughts on Bo Nix getting benched, TJ Finley coming in to save the day, as the Tigers prepare for their 8 o'clock matchup in Baton Rouge against the LSU Tigers on ESPN Saturday night. Next, you're going to listen to my guy Dresden Williams as he shares his Auburn expertise, his Auburn insight on what he would do for this upcoming weekend. Got my guy Dresden Williams back here on the sweet spot, man. I know you've been on the show several times, man. Good to have you on again. Yes, sir. I appreciate your cousin, man. It's good to be back, man. It's good to be here, man. And- Just enjoy your platform, man. I'm ready to do this, man. I'm ready to do this. Now, man, we all know what took place Saturday. Brian Harson, first-year head coach, finally making the move. Several fans have been calling for for a long time now. They finally made the move, benching Bo Nix. What was your initial reaction when Bo Nix was told to sit down? Well, my initial reaction was call Corey. Let me call Corey ASAP, <laughs> man, because this is real. And we talked about this a week before. Like, what do, what would you do in this situation? Like, based on how Bo played against Alabama State, I mean, against Penn State, based on the ending, like, do you give TJ a shot? What's going on? And from what I've been reading and for things I've heard, different sources and all that, man, TJ, um, the reason TJ came in last game was because Bo Nix had got hurt. He was hurt, um, if you remember, it was a play. I want to say it was either before halftime, maybe the fourth quarter. I can't remember exactly, but uh, Bo was scrambling to the right side and ended up getting hit in the legs. He was trying to jump and throw a ball and got hit in the legs. And on replay, you could see him grimacing in the face, so you knew he was hurt. But eventually, uh, I think Harson, like, you know what, man, it's, you're taking too much, man, and we need to spark. And TJ was that guy. And, you know, Bo, I mean <laughs> – Man, it's, you know, it's just crazy because, I mean, both not a bad player. I'm not going to say he's a bad player, but something is a clicking between practice and game time. And, you know, I don't – there's a change that needs to come. Maybe I don't know, but that's up to Harson. But we'll see what happens. Now, what were your thoughts on the play of T.J. Finley? He comes into the game. I mean, he didn't look great. You know, he missed some opportunities. He knows that. Fans know that. Coaches know that. But what were your thoughts on him as he did make the plays that needed to be made to avoid that upset against Georgia State? Well, you know, honestly, 
it's expected when you know you have he hasn't even played a first half yet. He hasn't even played a first half whatsoever this season. And you know, he he has stars at LSU and stuff like that. So he's had he's had experience, but to step into that moment, even though it was Georgia State, in the moment of it's third quarter, uh, we're down, we haven't been up all game. They really need me to bring a spark like to, to say, I mean, I, I understand he did miss the deep throws, that's true. But you know those moments are big. You know, as of course they say, you know, you gotta you gotta be able to live in a moment when it happens. But you know, that was one of the things that it loosened him up. He needed that. He needed those bad throws to, I guess, it helped him out when it mattered. You know, it came through when the moment really got hot, breaking you know breaking runs. You know, the scrambling. You know, all that stuff. You know, the the, the almost almost getting tackled and mm-hmm. making the pass to get the first down to Kobe Hudson. You know, things like that. I mean it leads up to that moment and it helps you slow down, gives you that poise. And he had it. And, it, you know, it even showed when, even when the touchdown happened, he didn't celebrate. He wasn't jumping. He wasn't going in the end zone. He looked at coach like, Hey man, we're going for two. We're yeah. Think, yeah. Players, we'll play. Yeah. So it was like, he was ready for that moment. And it was like, one of the moments was like, like you said, go with the flow. That's what he did. It just happened. And you could tell that it was just, it just came natural after those two, three drives, everyone drives it took to get to that moment. After, you know, the block punt and all that, it was like you had to follow up with something. You couldn't just let that happen to have a three and out. You know, it, man, if, you know, Tank fumbled the other drive, you know, mm-hmm. who knows? They probably would have scored on that drive, too. We don't know that. But, you know, it's like those things had to happen. Like, when we were on the phone talking about it, it was like, man, dude, this is like, man, this is just one of the moments. Like, it just happens like this. This is football. This is what you want. And, you know, if I know it was Georgia State. I wish it was Georgia, you know, either or over. But, I mean, it's football. And just that, have that moment for TJ and him, complete the passes and complete the run, the scrambles, and just all that to make it happen to the lead, you know, the game and the touchdown, you know. You know, it's just like, this. Just it's Auburn, man. That's just how it happens. And, you know, I'm happy for TJ. I'll say I'm happy for him, man. Just a young man that come from LSU to where he is now. Like, you know, that's a beautiful thing. I can't complain about that at all. Now, speaking of TJ, as you alluded to, transferring from the LSU Tigers, that's exactly who Auburn has this Saturday in Baton Rouge. Before you give me your thoughts on the game itself, who are you starting Saturday for the Auburn Tigers? Is it Bo Nix? Do you go back to him, or do you continue to ride the momentum wave with TJ Finley? You know, man, I think it's smarter just – I don't – I think it's just it, it makes more sense to stick with TJ based on not just momentum, but the whole storyline leading up to this. It's like Carson knows that's coming. He knows that's part is coming. I mean, of course, he knows TJ played at LSU. It's at Baton Rouge. It's like <laughs> you can't – you kind of relish the mm-hmm. moment. I think, like, Bo is still injured. He's still injured from Penn State. He hurt his shoulder at Penn State. That's where all the moon balls came from. The last game, taking a shot in his legs, it's like, what is Bo really going to have? Like this is LSU. Like this is LSU. Like twenty years of losing it in, in, in at this stadium. Mm-hmm. It's like man, Harson knows you can't you can't just let this moment go. That Bo had this moment just to screw it up. Like you got to really give TJ a shot. And if TJ doesn't do it, you go after Bo. I mean, I guess that's the only option because you're not going to go with Groundlord. So I mean, Demetrius <laughs> Davis maybe I doubt it, but it's it's Bo and TJ. And yeah. I just I think the smarter idea would be to go with TJ. I think that would make a little more sense. So you're riding TJ as a starter going into Baton Rouge against the LSU Tigers, his former team. 
if you're the offensive coordinator, I know, man, you know the game. You played it at a high level in college, and, man, you understand the X's and O's. If you're the offensive coordinator, how do you settle Finley down? I mean, there's going to be so much emotions running through his body at 8 o'clock as the Tigers roll in against the LSU Tigers on ESPN. How do you settle him down from an emotional standpoint? What are some play calls that you would give him to kind of ease his mind as he gets ready for that big moment? See, I think so. TJ's off. TJ's skill set fits what Mike Bobo really wants in a quarterback. I can understand Bo Nix has the legs, so he, you know if he doesn't make the throw, he can make something happen with his legs. TJ's not as nimble; he's not as quick. He can get away, but he's not as quick as Bo. So, what I would do is as a coordinator is you know the quick passes, you know the RPO game, you know to get the defense moving. I mean, it makes more sense. I mean, LSU's rushing defense is not the best, so you get Tate moving, you get Jarquez and a uh, little, little Warren move, you get them going, man. It opens it up for TJ. I mean, outside zone, outside runs, you know how they you know how they do out there, man. You know, you get them moving, it opens it up for the quick passing. You get those quick passes in, you got LSU on their toes, man. And after that, it's a ball game. As long as TJ completes the passes and, the, you know, the receivers execute, things are going to happen. But I think it really just comes down to execution number one anyways. As long as they execute these plays, it's going to get TJ confidence. It's going to get them rolling, going to start driving, and then it goes from there. So hopefully Bobo will um he just this this UTJ skill set mixing a couple of little draw quarterback draws I say here and there just to get him moving get him going he's a big guy them second and one them third and twos like he's gonna get, he can get that himself man he's mm-hmm. a pretty long guy he can reach out he can get that so like he adds a different dynamic to this offense that that Bo lacks because I mean Bo's was six two six three I mean TJ six seven like I mean come on man you just I think that. Like I said, the quick passing game, the RPO, get Tank and Shivers, get all of them going, man. It'll open up a TJ. It'll come to him. I think that like this will this will be a different ball game. This won't be what we've seen the past two weeks. All right, Dresden, before I let you go, man, tell me, does the Auburn Tigers finally end that long-dreaded streak losing in Baton Rouge? What's your final prediction? Man, it's going to be tough. It's going to be physical. It's going to be a it's a night game in Baton Rouge. I mean, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Game better than that. You know how that goes. You know how that voodoo roll down there in the Baton Rouge. But <laughs> guess what, man? I think um, I think Auburn gets them, and I think it's going to be one of those low-scoring battles of 21-14, 17-13, something like that. But I think this time, I think Harson comes in first year. I think he gets them. I think he gets a down LSU team. And this is the, the year we do it, 20 years. I mean, come on. It, it gets no better. My man, you heard it here first from Dresden Williams. Dude, always appreciate you sharing your Auburn knowledge, your Auburn yes, take. Or yes, Eagle, man, and uh, let's hey, go get them Saturday night. Yes, sir. Love you, because I appreciate the moment. Love you, man. Attorney Kaz Espy is a proud supporter of The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Kaz has experience in both federal and state courts regarding a wide range of civil matters. Specializing in bankruptcy, debt resolution, probate, and estate planning, Kaz listens to the concerns of his clients, understanding their individual needs. Attorney Kaz Espy, phone 334-793-6288 or online at espymetcalf.com. No representation is made that the quality of legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Many of us spend more time thinking about what's for dinner than thinking about retirement. But if you think your retirement deserves more attention, I can help. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Greg Wakefield. Stop by our office at 5630 West Main Street in Dothan. 
Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Care Animal Center is a local business partner at The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Their goal has always been to assemble a team that is dedicated to providing quality veterinary services for their clients' pets. Care Animal Center offers surgical, dental, medical, and pet wellness programs for that furry member of the family. Their website is careanimal.net. Care Animal Center, 3454 West Main Street in Dothan, 334-794-6333. Finch Penny Pool, Patio, and Spa is the introduction sponsor for The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. More than just a full-service pool and supply company, they offer backyard entertainment options like Big Green Eggs, clear light infrared saunas, and patio furniture. Locally owned and operated by Jason and Amy Sharp. Pinch a Penny Pool Patio and Spa, 1435 Westgate Parkway in Dothan. Our phone, 334-671-POOL. Welcome back to The Sweet Spot as we close with today's Triple C segment, Corey's Closing Comments. You know, Bo Nix being benched, it was inevitable. Uh, many people expected this day to come, just didn't know when it was going to come. And as I previously stated in this episode, if Gus was still there, it probably would have never came. But it needed to happen. I don't care what his last name is. I don't care who his dad is. I don't care about their ties to the Auburn family, the Auburn program. At the end of the day, it's about production. And Bo Nix has not been productive. He's been sporadic. He's been good at times. He's been very average a lot of the time. Uh, My friend Shay Nichols said, you know, this guy's been playing football too long to continue playing the way that he does. And that's so true. Okay, you're a five-star quarterback. Your dad played the position. You've been under his tutelage for years. Why does it seem like you're not so sure when you're playing? You're always average and and inaccurate and just bonehead decision-making. So it was only a matter of time for this guy to actually be riding the pine. And, you know, what bothered me most was his emotional stance when Finley came into the game. Auburn's making their push. Finley has that amazing fourth down conversion to Shedrick Jackson to take the lead. And, you know, the whole time Bo was on the sideline with his hand inside his his jersey, inside his shoulder pads, just mad at the world. And I could be wrong. There could have been some cameras that they didn't show where, you know, he was actually thrilled about the team. But he should have been the first guy off the sideline congratulating TJ. Hey, man, dude, we got this win. It wasn't pretty, but we got it done. I mean, I know he says all the right things in podcast episodes and in the newspaper and in the media. But what I saw was a brat. I saw somebody who has been coddled for years and years and years. We've we've known the attitude problems he's had in years past with former teammates, with coaches. And that's not what Auburn football is about. And I don't care what your talent is like. And I tell I tell my guys, flag football, 11, 12 year olds, same thing. Look, I don't care about your talent. If you don't bring the effort and the attitude to show that it's his team first, you know, it doesn't matter. Because everything we do is about team first. I don't care about your stats. I don't care about what you did. What did you do to help the team? Were you in an encourager? Did you uplift your teammates when they made mistakes? Or if you made a mistake, were you still in their corner supporting them? So at the end of the day, Bo Nix needs to become a better teammate. 
I know he says the right things in the media, but that's not what I saw on Saturday when the Auburn Tigers avoided that horrendous or potentially horrendous upset of the Georgia State Panthers. Bo has a lot of things to correct, not just on the field, but inside the mental capacity as well. So in the meantime, I believe TJ Finley will be the starter, and it's up to him to take full advantage of this opportunity to be the guy for the Auburn Tigers moving forward. Because if he's not the guy, expect Coach Harson to make a move again and find the guy who's going to make the right plays to get the Tigers W's. This isn't about name. This is not about legacy. At the end of the day, it's all about getting another win for the Auburn Tigers. For more content, subscribe to Corey Bradley Sports. Once you search Corey Bradley Sports, you will see the Sweet Spot logo. And after you subscribe, you will receive notification anytime new content is uploaded. The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Google Podcasts as well. And always remember, there's nothing better than being in the Sweet Spot.